Hello, what is up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. This is my very first and hopefully my only ever episode recording from my bed on my phone. It is currently a Wednesday and I am home from vacation, not feeling quite so well. We'll give you the DL here on the podcast. I unfortunately have COVID yet again. And this time it has been quite rough on me. I'm feeling really pretty terrible. Today is the first day since I got home that I haven't had to take like multiple naps just to survive through the course of my day. But I wanted to talk to you guys about a couple of things because it's been a little while since we've done a life update and We just got home from Mexico. We had a mostly nice vacation. I unfortunately hurt my back the first day while we were there. So that was kind of crappy. And then about halfway through the vacation, I started feeling a little bit like run down and like I had a cold. And then of course, to come back into the United States from any international country, you need to have a negative COVID test. So the resort's all of the ones that we have been to post-COVID, they organize a COVID test for you. So we just had to go to like the on-site clinic and they do everybody at the resort's COVID test. You get your results back in a couple of hours. They email them to you and then you obviously can leave within the 24 hours that you need to have the COVID test results within and you can come back home. So my COVID test results in Mexico were negative. So I was like, okay, great. Amazing. I'm not going to be stuck in Mexico. I don't have COVID. I am safe to travel home. And at that point in time, I wasn't feeling too sick. I just was like a little bit tired. And I figured probably from vacation, the bed at our resort, I'm not complaining, I swear, but the bed at our resort was so freaking uncomfortable. It was literally like a rock and it was just not comfortable, which is one of the reasons I believe that my back was hurting. I wasn't sleeping that great. Obviously, I wasn't eating the healthiest foods. I was drinking a lot more than normal. So I had been prior to vacation, I was taking really good care of myself for the last several months. I've been really on top of my nutrition, really just like monitoring my sleep on top of my vitamins, prioritizing my protein, getting a ton of sleep, exercising like really well, like getting a lot of vitamin D and sunlight. I had been on top of my self-care and I was feeling really good going into vacation. So my assumption was just like, I'm not taking care of myself as good as I had been. So my body is probably just like noticing the effects. You know, when you're drinking more, not good for you. When you're not drinking only water, not good for you. When you're not prioritizing vegetables and protein and all of these things, I just assumed my body was getting run down from that and not sleeping so well at night. But when I came home, the night that we got home, I was like, oh man, I'm really not feeling good. I unpacked and I started some laundry. And then we went to bed super early. I think we were in bed by like seven. And I woke up the next morning at like four o'clock in the morning and I literally like couldn't breathe. I was like, just like a snot face, like it was bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I have COVID because I felt exactly how I felt the last time that I had COVID, like couldn't breathe out of my nose, super congested, just like exhausted. So I went back to sleep for a couple of hours, woke up in the morning, Chris had gone to the gym and I took one of the at-home tests that we have. We have a bunch of them here because my husband has to test regularly for work. Anyways, so I took a COVID test that we had here, immediately positive. The ones that I had taken when I tested before, they're similar to a pregnancy test. If you've never taken like an at-home one, generally you have to wait like 
I think the time for most of them is like 15 minutes. You have to wait for the accuracy of the test. Immediately, as soon as like the sample started going through the test, the test line was like super dark. And I was like, fuck, like this is terrible. So I've been just in bed. It's We got home Sunday night. So Monday, Tuesday, today's Wednesday. I've been in bed just pretty much all day. I've been working the bare minimum. I've still been taking my client calls. But other than that, I'm doing just like bare minimum because I feel just super exhausted. Like I said earlier, today is the first day that I have gotten through the day without a nap and I'm laying in my bed right now and I'm like super restless. Like I'm tired of being in my bed. (laughs) Like my husband said to me earlier, he was like, I'm kind of jealous of your life right now. Like you're home napping and chilling. And I'm like, "Mm, it's fun for one day, like to be like, oh, I can just lay in bed and not worry about anything and like take a nap midday and sleep. Like Monday, it was fine. It was nice. It was like, I hated that I was sick. And obviously I hate that I have COVID, but I was like, I can catch up on kitty snuggles and I'll feel better tomorrow. So just that assumption that I would feel better soon. We're now multiple days in and I'm like, I'm so sick of this. Like my mind is like, it's just over being in my bed. But at the same time, I know that this is the only thing that's actually helping me feel better is getting enough rest. So I'm here in my bed. I have Asher on my lap. I was like contemplating trying to force myself to sleep, but just couldn't get there. So I turned off 90 Day Fiance, which is I had missed three episodes of the new season. So I was like binging that. I turned it off and I said, I'm going to record a life update from my phone, which I've never recorded a podcast on my phone before. So I'm just using the voice notes app and I'm just holding the phone in my hand and hoping that the sound quality will be good enough. I'm going to send it over to my podcast editor this afternoon and hopefully we can release this episode tomorrow. But the things that I wanted to share with you guys were obviously about my vacation and give you guys as podcast listeners the lowdown on like what's really going on. I don't talk about all of this stuff, especially anything COVID related on Instagram, I just don't feel like dealing with people having a million things to say about any, like literally anything. I'm just, I'm over it. So on the podcast is where I share all of the like real stuff that's happening in my life that I don't feel like sharing on Instagram. You guys will always hear that here. So I wanted to share, you know, the vacation stuff with you. We had a really great time in Mexico when I was feeling good. We took a bike ride to, I think it was Puerto Morales, Playa Morales. Forgive me. I do not remember. I think it was Puerto Morales. It was beautiful. There was like a really nice little beach there. And we got to look around at some shops. Unfortunately, we went on like a bike tour with the resort. So we were only able to stay in the small town for like 25-ish minutes, which isn't a whole lot of time. And I have not ridden a bike. I was quite honestly, I was a little bit nervous if I was even going to remember how to ride a bike. My husband kept joking with me. He was like, you know, they say like, it's like, it's like riding a bike. Like you never forget how to ride a bike, but I was still nervous because I haven't not ridden a bike in like probably at least 20 years, but it was totally fine. The ride was really nice a little bit bumpy, a lot of potholes, but really beautiful and fun to just like see parts of Mexico that obviously you don't see on the resort. Normally when we go to Mexico, we do go to like the downtown Cancun for just like a day trip. Like there's a nice mall down there. We've been to Senior Frogs, which is like a bar slash restaurant down there. We've been there once or twice, which was really, really fun. The one time that we went there, there was a guy in the street and he had on... If you've ever seen The Mask, 
by Jim, I think Jim Carrey. I think that's what it's called, the mask. I'm like kind of blanking on it right now, but like the green mask, he had that on and there was two of them. Like one guy dressed up like something, the other guy dressed up like the mask. And it was me and Chris's first vacation to Mexico together. And they like picked Chris up and like flipped him upside down. And I have these pictures of him. It was really hilarious. And Chris is a big guy. So I was like, wow, this is so fun. It was really cool. And they have the Coco Bongo, which is like the really big club down there, which we've never been to, but we usually try, especially in Mexico, not really in other countries have we done it, but in Mexico, we normally go downtown for at least like one day. So we didn't do that this trip, but we did do the bike ride down to, I'm pretty sure it was Puerto Morales, I think, and forgive me if that's wrong. But it was really nice. Someone messaged me on Instagram after that and said that they have really good, I think she said it was coconut ice cream, which I did not find and I'm bummed because that sounds super delicious. But other than that, we didn't really do too much at the resort. There were a lot of nights that I was just tired. And now it kind of all makes sense that I was probably like having the symptoms of COVID and I didn't even know. It was just like tired. So we went to bed early, but the weather was absolutely beautiful. Just perfect the whole time. I think it rained like two or three times while we were there, but it was always very early in the morning, like six or seven in the morning. And then one time it rained like around dinner time, but we had a great time. We stayed at Excellence. We've been to the resort in Playa Muerjas, which is like on the other side of the city of Cancun in Mexico. And we've also been to the Excellence Resort in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. And we loved both very much. Unfortunately, the one time that we went to Playa Muerjas, it rained our whole trip. So we didn't really get to experience the resort as much as we wanted to. But the Excellence brand of resorts is really, really nice. A bureau star, I would say, is still probably our favorite. That's where we got married and we vacationed at a bureau star in several different countries. We just absolutely love it there. I would say the biggest perk in comparing a bureau star to excellence would be that a bureau star has like a butler service. So you have like your own personal concierge who is like following you around the resort and making sure that your dinner reservations are made and like bringing you champagne to the pool and just like really spoiling you. And the other biggest difference, I would say this isn't a resort difference, but it's a, a country difference. We really enjoy the Dominican Republic and Jamaica, I would say, is probably my favorite place to vacation. The staff is just like a little bit different. In Mexico, the staff is so nice and so kind. And so they really just want to make you happy. And they're like, they'll do anything to bend over backwards to make sure that you're having the best trip ever. But there's no level of like, I guess personality or charisma would be like the right word. Whereas when we go to Dominican Republic and when we go to Jamaica, I find that the staff is a little bit more personable. Like they want to be friendly. They want to make jokes. They really want to get to know you and they like remember your name and they call you by name and stuff like that. And in Mexico, I didn't feel that at all. And I've felt that before. We've been to Mexico four or five times together and I always feel like in the Dominican Republic and in Jamaica, they just are a little more personal. They have like a little more charisma and they really care about getting to know you as a guest a little bit more than they do in Mexico. Maybe we just haven't tried the right resorts in Mexico, but I think it could just be like a cultural thing where they're not as like jokey jokey. And in Dominican Republic and in Jamaica, they just are a little bit more that way. Our next vacation we're going to, I think it's called... Hyatt Zavia. That could be wrong. <laughs> I, I should have looked this stuff up before I came on here, but this was literally just so spur of the moment. So I could just give you guys an update on what's going on. But it's in, we're going to the Dominican Republic in, I think, September. And what I will say is right before we traveled to Mexico for this trip, the airlines 
they got rid of the mask mandate. So pretty much no one was wearing masks and I didn't wear a mask. I am vaccinated and boosted. And I just made the assumption like, oh, I'll be fine. I'm pretty sure that the next time that I travel, I will be wearing a mask on both going and coming because I just want to protect myself a little bit more. I shouldn't have assumed that I would just be fine, especially being vaccinated and boost. And I did just have COVID a couple of months ago, so I probably should not have made that assumption. But I've definitely learned from that and think that while we did try and social distance at the resort, it was packed, which was really surprising to me. Our last couple of vacations were not very crowded, but I guess people are getting more comfortable with traveling again. And that's amazing. And that's great, but I don't want to have COVID again. So I will do a better job of protecting myself in the future, probably by wearing a mask on the airplane, making sure that I'm really being intentional about washing my hands and using hand sanitizer more and social distancing a little bit more even on our next vacation. Because I will say that having COVID is not... (laughs) not the funnest time in the world. I am grateful right now. Obviously your feelings are your feelings and my feelings are mine. I am grateful right now to be vaccinated and boosted because I don't know what this would look like or be like for me if I wasn't. So yeah, that's enough about that. The other thing that I wanted to chat with you guys about, which stirred up some controversy on my Instagram while I was away on my trip, I had shared the one night a poll on my stories and asked you guys to vote for my outfit that evening. And if you were watching and following along with my vacation saga, you probably remember this evening quite well. I then allowed Chris to select my outfit and he chose the Spanx outfit with a little black crop top and the shimmery like chain dress that was just like a whole fucking vibe. Like the outfit was literally so fire. Can't tell me anything otherwise. Like I looked bomb. It was fantastic. I looked so good. I was feeling myself. I was super confident, super happy. Anyways, so that night we go out and we're like out at the bar having a couple of drinks and literally everyone that saw me was just like, whoa, like this fit is fire. I think I sent that link to like probably 20 girls at the resort. I was like, yeah, sure. Here's the link to this like body chain thing. It was so fucking hot. It was fire. I will put the link. I will try and remember to put the link to that like chain dress in the show notes of this episode. If I don't and you want it, I will be linking all of my outfits when I am feeling better. I'm going to be linking everything from vacation Almost all of it was from Amazon, but I'm going to link it all for you guys and put that in the link in my bio on Instagram. So you will have access to all of that sooner, hopefully rather than later. As soon as I'm feeling good enough to be staring at a screen, I promise I will get that stuff to you guys. But so we're out and we're having drinks or whatever. We're having fun. I checked my phone and some of the DMs that I was getting were just literally so nasty. And I get DMs like this a lot. Like I get DMs from people who are not happy with themselves. And unfortunately, misery loves company, as we know. And a lot of people feel better when they bring other people down. It makes them feel temporarily better about themselves. So I got like a lot of really nasty messages, like saying, ew, you're fat, you're gross, lose those big hips, like not my style for Mexico. Like just things that were like, this one girl messaged me like talking shit about my outfit. And then she was like, oh, oops, sorry. I meant to send that to my best friend. And I'm like, oh my God. So people are like not only talking bad about me to me, but they're talking bad about me to their friends. I'm just like, yuck. I was just like so just like turned off by the fact that people do this. But at the same time, I was like, thank God that I have done this work on myself. Like, thank 
myself, quite honestly, thank me for working so hard to love myself so unapologetically and be so confident in myself that people can literally bash me and shame me and talk shit about me to my face, quote unquote, because they probably wouldn't do it in the real world, but talk shit about me on social media, say things directly to me that they probably wouldn't have the balls to say in the real world. They can say those things to me and I can still hold my shoulders back. I can hold my head high and I can walk confidently through my life because I know that I have done the work on myself to love myself for who I am without the validation and approval and permission and support from people outside of me. And I think that there are so many women in this world who desire to embody that kind of unbothered type of attitude where it's like, sure, you can think what you want of me, but that's not going to change what I think about myself. And I've done so much work over the years to get to this place where I really realized that there's one opinion, and I'm going to be talking about this in the Unbothered AF Masterclass, which I highly suggest you join. There are over a hundred women already in. I'll put the link in the show notes of this episode. But I've done so much work on myself over the years to really anchor in my life the truth that there's one opinion in this world that truly, like truly, truly matters of me. And that's the one that I have of myself. There are other opinions in this world that I respect and that I will hear out and that I will maybe listen to if it feels really in alignment with my values and and what I believe for myself. But at the end of the day, the opinion that matters the most of me in this world is my own. And I want to help the women who come into my world embody this unbothered as fuck type of attitude too, because at the end of the day you're never going to be able to please everybody. So that night I was like, I went to my room early because my back was really, really hurting. And Chris had like stayed out for a little bit. So I was laying in bed, just kind of like decompressing. And I quite honestly, like I will tell you the truth. I was like, I wanted to go off on the internet. I wanted to show up in my stories and be like, if you aren't here for like, for good intentions and to support me and to be inspired by me, like, please just get off my page. Because at the end of the day, I pour my life work is to help women in this world feel better about themselves. And the fact that people watch me strictly to talk bad about me, it just blows my mind. So I I sat down for a minute and I decompressed and I gathered myself and I said, Jessica, you're better than going off on people on the internet. You're far better than this. Your reputation matters so much. And this is just not how you hold yourself. So what are you going to do to express the way that you feel? You're going to turn this into a teaching moment. So that is exactly what I did. If you missed the post that I created, just go to my feed and you'll see a photo of me wearing the outfit that I wore that evening with text over top of it. Some of the text is really positive and inspiring and encouraging. Like, oh my God, girl, yes, queen, you look amazing. And then the other texts are DMs pulled directly from my messages that night from people saying like, ew, yuck, you're gross, you're fat, like all of these just terrible things. And the purpose behind the message is to really show you and anybody else who reads that message, this is the importance of learning to love yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to please everybody in this world. There's never going to come a day where you are able to make every single human being walking this earth happy. The person that you need to worry about making happy 
is you. And I hope that you are doing the work in your own life to look in the mirror and be a woman who is so happy with who she is, not just externally, not just with your appearance, but in the core of who you are, in the values that you carry in your life, in the energy that you share with this world. I hope that you are really proud of the woman that you are because you really deserve that. And if you don't feel that, This is an invitation into the Unbothered AF Masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to love yourself so unapologetically that people can think what they want of you. They can have their opinions of you, but you're still going to love yourself despite what anyone else has to say about you, okay? I'll put the link to that in the show notes of this episode. The other thing, this is the final thing that I really just want to share with you really quickly, I'll try and bring this to a close in the next couple of minutes. So I'm laying here in my bed, right? Recording this podcast episode, not feeling fantastic today. Definitely not at 100%, not doing all of the things that I should be doing. I'm actually pushing back the start of the Integration Keys program. So if you're registered for that, you'll have an email from me probably by the end of the day today. I'm going to push the start date of that back a couple of days just so I have time to fully heal and, and recoup the way that I want to and need to in my life. But this is what I want to say. For so much of my life, I had this attitude that if I couldn't do everything perfectly the way that I had planned to, then there was no point in doing anything. It's like, well, why bother even trying? Why bother doing five minutes or why bother doing that one thing if I can't do all of the things? And while I'm in this energy, I shared this on Instagram this morning, I'm in this place right now being sick where... I actually can't do everything that I want to be doing. And I want to use this time while I'm actually living it to remind you and show you the proof that you don't always need to be doing everything perfectly in order to become a woman who gets what she wants in life, in order to be a person who achieves their goals and creates the success that she desires. Because the reality is there are times where you are going to get sick, or there are times where you are going to go on vacation, or there are times where you're going to have family in town, or there's going to be an emergency that comes up, or work is going to be super busy. And you're just not going to be able to do all of the things the way that you would like to do. You're not going to be able to do it all, and you're not going to be able to do it all perfectly. But there comes a point where you have to realize having this mindset and desire to only always do things perfectly, it's holding you back from creating the consistency that you want in your life. It's holding you back from feeling the way that you want in your life. It's holding you back from achieving the things that you really want to have in your life because your mind is telling you, if you can't do it all perfectly, then there's no point in doing anything. And you know what happens in addition to that? is so often people feel like, well, if I can't do it all perfectly and I'm not going to do anything, I might as well then sabotage myself by skipping doing everything or maybe doing things that are harmful, maybe drinking too much or maybe eating too much or maybe participating in negative self-talk or whatever your vice is, whatever your go-to sabotaging behavior is. It's likely that when you feel like you can't do it all, you start to heavily participate in that behavior. And that's really damaging because at the end of the day, you're teaching yourself that resting and not doing is somehow wrong. And resting and not doing, no matter what the circumstances are, then means that you deserve to hurt yourself, damage the relationship that you have with yourself, and ultimately sabotage yourself by choosing behaviors that are leading you further away from where it is that you desire to be in your life. So I think it's really important that I use this opportunity 
when I'm in this right now to remind you guys that, yeah, I'm not doing everything perfectly right now. I'm surely not. I can't exercise. I can hardly breathe when I'm laying down. I can't exercise right now. I can't focus. My brain is killing me. I have like the worst headache in the world. I can't do things that really require a lot of focus. I can sit here and talk on my phone for 20 minutes because this is effortless for me. But I'm not doing all of the things that I would like to be doing right now in my life, in my routines, in my business, but that doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything. I woke up this morning and instead of drinking my pre-workout with my journal, I had some hot tea and I did my journaling and I read myself an affirmation. And yeah, I couldn't do my hour of lifting and hit cardio, but I went and I foam rolled and I stretched a little bit because my muscles are super achy and my body is really sore and it appreciated it. And no, I'm not doing my hair and makeup and getting cute today, but I took a shower and I put on deodorant and I got back in the bed. And no, I'm not downstairs cooking myself four course meals. I'm not even helping my husband cook dinner right now, but that doesn't mean that I have to binge pizza all day long and eat pints of ice cream and bags of candy. There's a really big difference. And this is what I want you to hear is that there's a really big difference between your inability to do it all and to actively choose to sabotage yourself. And when you learn to really release this all or nothing way of thinking that sabotages so many women's success. When you learn to release that, your entire life will change. You'll feel better. You'll feel happier. You'll feel lighter. You'll become more consistent. You'll become more disciplined. You'll become more inspired to show up and do things because you don't feel the weight of having to do it all, all of the time, just sitting on you. And ultimately, you'll achieve more in your life because you stop living in these cycles of being all in and then sabotaging yourself and being all out. And I want to use this as an invitation to bring you into the Integration Keys program where I teach you exactly how to overcome and minimize all of the self-sabotaging behaviors, not just this perfectionism and all or nothing thinking. But inside of this program, we cover unrealistic expectations. We cover procrastination. We cover avoidance. We cover overwhelm. We cover overthinking. We cover the all or nothing thinking and perfectionism, all of it, because these are the core things that are helping you stand in your way of creating the success that you want in your life. And if you want to become a woman who achieves what she says she wants, overcoming these thought patterns and these behaviors, it's crucial to your success. And inside of Integration Keys, over four weeks, I'm going to teach you exactly how to do these things. I'm going to teach you exactly how to minimize them. We have pre-recorded trainings. We have a workbook. We have Zoom calls. We have strategic integration days where I teach you how to take everything that you learned and actually apply it in your life, which means boom, immediate results. You're going to start seeing results so quickly in your life. I've had clients go through this program and apply this work to their relationship with food. They've left the program binge-free. I've had clients apply these things to their weight loss journey and lose 15 pounds since doing the program. I've had clients apply this stuff to their time management, and they have cleaned up so much in terms of their career success. I've had clients apply this stuff to showing up on social media so that they can powerfully grow their businesses and they're creating massive success. You can apply this mindset work to any area of your life. Think about what you want most in your life and what is holding you back from getting it. I can pretty much guarantee that it's probably not that you don't know what to do. 
most of us know what to do in order to achieve our goals. The problem is we're not doing what we know. And the reason that we're not doing what we know is because we we haven't done the mindset work to actually apply the tools and the strategies and the resources that we have available to us. And that's what I do inside of my programs. I don't just teach you the how to. I also help you clean up the way that you're thinking so that you have the ability to actually do what it is that you know that's going to lead you towards creating the result that you want in your life. So if this speaks to you, I will put the link to integration keys in the show notes of this episode. If you have any questions, just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I am more than happy to answer those questions for you. The only other thing that I want to share, sorry, this episode is long. It's pretty comfortable to record from my bed. I might have to do this more often. I hope that the sound quality is okay. I'm going to cross my fingers on that. But the other good news is that Create Joy Journals have started shipping and some of my customers have already started receiving their orders, which makes me so freaking excited. If you haven't purchased your Create Joy products yet, you're going to want to make sure that you do that because those are the gateway into my world. If you're like, "Mm, not ready for a program yet, I'm not ready for a masterclass yet, Create Joy products are like the gateway drug into the JJXO world. And I mean that in the best way possible. When you come into my world, you're opening your life to expansion and growth and change and transformation. And most importantly, happiness, because that is what all of this is about. The core of everything that I crave to do in my own life work and in the work that I do within my business is to help you be a healthier and happier human being from the inside out. I care so much about how you feel. That's it. So if you want to feel better in your life, come closer into my world and I will help you do just that. Okay. I love you guys so much. Please do me a solid favor. Send me all of the healing vibes. Send me all of the love. I could use it right now. I love and appreciate you so very much. If you haven't already, please leave a five-star review on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. It means so much to me. So many of you who are new to my world have been leaving reviews on the podcast. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Truly, 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 I do. It helps the podcast get found by women in this world who really need this message. So If I have inspired you, if I have empowered you, if I have motivated you, or if I have ever given you the kick in the ass pep talk that you have needed, it would mean so much to me if you would let me know that by leaving a rating and review on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Okay. I love you to absolute pieces and I will talk to you on our next episode. 